Welcome to Time Out with Sam, where I take ideas, concepts, and experiences from the classroom into your homes. I'm Samantha, your host. Relax and take a time out as we dive into this week's episode. Hello everyone, episode six is about encouraging independence. I will give you a simple four-step system to teaching your child independence with basic life skills. I also have a little helper who is busy putting her calico critter home together in the background, so you might hear her busy at play, but as a fellow parent or teacher, you know alone time is limited, so grab a cup of coffee or your beverage of choice and let's get started. Today's topic of independence is something that relates to every teacher and parent. It's a skill we will be teaching our children well into their teenage years and even as adults. Life gives us moments and even moments that feel like seasons that will test our strength and how resilient we really are in the area of independence. My mom still reassures me that when I come across a trial in life that everything will be okay, that I can do this on my own, and that everything will work out in the end. And I feel like it's important to teach our children that and that the world doesn't revolve around them, especially in those early years when they are still very egocentric. And that in this world, things aren't always going to get handed to you and you may not exactly like what is coming and it might not be what you envisioned. And so I might have a student who demands the green cup and I'll give them the orange cup on purpose because they need to know how to deal with the disappointment and how to cope with those strong feelings on their own, which is a whole nother level of independence, social, emotionally, that can be saved as another episode. But they do need to be able to deal with it and move forward to be successful in life, all with the hard work of being independent. They need to know that it may not be easy but to try and try hard. Reassure them that everything will work out in the end. And if it doesn't satisfy them, then keep trying until it does. It teaches them motivation, persistency, patience, and how to problem solve. Independence is great for a child's cognitive development. So motivation gives a child the will and curiosity to learn new things and have the attention to engage and get out there. Persistency gives a child the will to keep at a skill or task until it's complete to their satisfaction, and patience gives them the will to stay there at that one task for a period of time and to do it right. And problem solving gives a child the will to look at a situation from different angles and to see the obstacles that are in the way and how to figure out a way around it or where to ask for help. Children need to know there is nothing wrong with asking for help and guiding them. Don't do it for them, but guide them. And I think that some adults even need that reminder as well, to slow down and ask for help. As adults, we feel like we need to do everything, and you don't. Remember, you are your child's first teacher, and they also learn from watching your actions. So this is me reminding you, dear listener, to take care of yourself. 
Keep implementing your self-care routine and take care of your mental health. Take a time out and ask for help. Those little eyes see you doing everything. They see you always on the go, even when you don't leave the house. Remember to slow down so you don't burn out and show them that being independent can be fun and rewarding. Personally, being a teacher and mom has its many perks. And then there's also some cons to this teacher mom life. One that I confess is that I may mom too hard sometimes at home and even in the classroom. I have noticed myself doing everything for the kids. Not all the time, but I have those moments. And so like a moment where, okay, it's time to go outside and I go on this coat zipping, shoe tying, slipping hat on spree and 12 kids later out the door, I snap out of it and realize I needed to let them learn how to do those things for themselves. As a parent and teacher, it takes a great amount of patience to do that and not just go, you know, just just let me do it, you know, because time is of the essence. Like, we need to get outside. We need to be doing this. We, you know, we're always rushing to do the next thing. Um, I know I'm not the only one who could benefit from a post-it note everywhere I turn around that says, slow the F down. You know, these kids need your time and they need your patience. They look to you for guidance and they thrive on your accountability. I came across a study done by online security company and it said that on average, 47%, so damn near half our small children, were able to navigate a smartphone yet struggled with tying their shoes along with other basic life skills. Okay, that's... That's crazy. These children are our future. So let's set them up for success in this world. Many things change throughout the decades. Great and amazing things. But disappointment will always linger. And in order to keep up with the technology and the modern ways of life, we need to teach our children to be independent problem solvers. I can tie this quick. Um, So now... Before I get into the four simple steps of teaching independence, you need to remember where your child's readiness is and if it's a good time to teach that skill. Okay, so forcing a skill on a child when they are not ready or even interested, that's going to create a trauma with that experience and it's going to delay the ability of that skill even being met. Um, So also remember to make the difficulty level developmentally appropriate. Okay, so when having your child do something that is completely impossible for them at the time, it's going to discourage them from ever wanting to try again, and they may lose the motivation to do anything that is slightly challenging because their self-esteem because their self-esteem has been compromised. And lastly, remember to give time Plan ahead for it, have patience, and encourage them making it a positive experience. Okay, these next four steps can be applied to any basic life skill. You know, tying your shoes, potty training, learn how to read, proper proper table manners, um, to have a conversation, how to brush your teeth, how to drive, how to be a good friend, how to work hard. You know, the list goes on. 
with those basic life skills and even virtues of life. So first, the first step is to show the skill. Be a model of how to do it and verbally say what you're doing and why. So for Christmas, we made my grandma's homemade noodles and I got the privilege to make them. So again, even as an adult, I learn new things and need to be taught the independent skills of it. So I watched my grandma roll out the dough very thin and roll it up, cut it up and how to break the noodles up. And then the second step of doing the skill is doing it together. So mirroring my grandma, I did exactly what she did and how she told me to do it. And we did it together. Then the third step of observing is next. So she watched me as I did the next batch all by myself. She would give me reminders to keep the noodles thin and to slow down and, you know, and then, you know, tell me I'm doing a good job. Um, and then lastly, the fourth step of praise. So when I was finished, my grandma gave me praise for doing such a good job and that if great grandma was here, how proud she would be. In holding back the tears, I remember feeling proud and connected with her as if she was there with us through the whole process. And it created such a positive and great memory with my grandma that I'll remember forever. Take these teachable moments and not only instill a skill in your child that will help them be successful in life, but create those positive memories that, can, that they can take with them forever. And maybe one day pass that on to their kids. So again, that's show the skill. Next, do the skill together. Then observe your child doing the skill. And lastly, praise your child. Independence teaches your child self-discipline. It boosts their self-esteem. They can experience failure and how to be resilient. And it allows them to make choices and learn about positive and negative consequences. So now having these four simple steps to encouraging independence in your home, please share this episode with someone who might need that reminder to slow down or who would find my words helpful. Help me reach more listeners to create a positive community here on Time Out with Sam. Thank you for taking a time out with me today. Until next time.